Welcome to the podcast for Resurrection Lutheran Church in Fredericksburg, Texas. I'm Pastor Garrett Buvinghausen. It is Tuesday, March 31st, 2020, and the following is the audio recording for the sermon from this morning's divine service. Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Excuse me. Well, we have some very interesting texts for today. And one of those texts actually comes from the Apocrypha, which is Daniel 14. Uh, when I was preparing for this, I typed into the computer, Daniel 14, and it only came up Daniel 12. So I was very interested to see that the church has used this in... Uh, in tradition that they've used this for this day. And it's why when I read it, I didn't say this is the word of the Lord and have you all say thanks be to God. I just said this is the text. But there is something to be said for this text. The Apocrypha, while not scripture, uh, properly speaking, while not scripture at all, actually, they it's it all it gives us a good uh, lesson for today. That, coupled with the gospel text from John 7, we see something interesting. Um, Especially, I don't know if you heard it while, if if it caught your attention while I was reading it, but when Habakkuk is uh, taken up by the crown of his head by the angel of the Lord, he picks him up by his hair and sets him down in Babylon. I read that and I couldn't help but laugh because... How often do you see something like that, Uh, especially from such an old text? But this gives us a good starting point about what these texts mean for us today, that the texts that the church has laid out for us over the years to ponder, to hear, to digest, they give us the proper perspective on what it means to have faith, especially during times like these where we are suffering from the consequences of pandemic. Though we aren't necessarily sick ourselves, we hear of people who are sick, and the country is likewise doing what it can to stop the spread of this contagion, which is causing a lot of turmoil. People have lost their jobs. Uh, People can't go freely necessarily where they want to go. And it makes people stop and contemplate a lot more about what really matters in life. And the circumstances we find ourselves in with the pandemic that we're in is that we're able to gain some perspective. Kind of like how Habakkuk gained a perspective when the angel of the Lord grabbed him by the head and brought him up to the, to, and brought him and carried him to Babylon. He got this perspective that he had never really seen before. And for us, we also see this perspective in John 7 that, honestly, I I, I have to admit that when I read this text from John 7, I I had probably read it before, but I don't necessarily remember hearing about how Jesus secretly went to Jerusalem for the Feast of Booths. Um, It makes sense why he didn't, but I also don't remember, and I'm being completely honest here, 
that his brothers said to him, leave here and go to Judea that your disciples also may see the works you are doing. For no one works in secret if he seeks to be known openly. If you do these things, show yourself to the world. And then it has that nice little caption at the end, for not even his brothers, for not even his brothers believed in him. And I think this puts a nice perspective on faith in general and our, and our understanding of who Jesus is here within the church and out in the world, that in a lot of ways, we uh, have a few blind spots when it comes to faith. There's always more to know. And the church, thankfully, gives us a perspective on the passion of Christ because this is actually traditionally Passion Week in the one-year historic lectionary. And the readings give us perspective on the passion of Christ by taking us further and further back. On Sunday, we were in John chapter 8. Yesterday, we were in John chapter 7. And now we're even further back at the beginning of John chapter 7. It's giving us this proper perspective of just who Jesus is. And now that we are in Lent, we need to remember uh, that we are in this season of of uh, where we need to be sorrowful, sorrowful for our sin and to reflect on the grace that God shows in the passion of Christ, in his suffering and his death. And the thing that we need to remember in the midst of this pandemic with our perspective, the most important thing about The most important thing in the world right now is not the pandemic. The news and social media, and a lot of people will say, this is the most important thing going on right now. And in some ways, for some people, that might be true. But for all people, the most important thing is that Jesus' time has fully come. It has fully come in his death on the cross for our salvation. Throughout our gospel text, we see that Jesus says, I'm not going there because, it, because my time has not fully come yet, right? And we see later on in John that he eventually does go to, he, he does go to Jerusalem, not hiding, but in plain sight for everyone to see because his time fully comes for him to suffer and to die for the sins of the world. And that is the most important thing that we have to keep in mind right now, that all these things that are going on in the world with whether things are being blown out of proportion or whether they're right on target, whether we should really be as concerned as we should as they say we should be we should always take these things um but we shouldn't take these things lightly i'll say it that way we shouldn't take these things lightly especially when the experts are telling us that we need to be careful but at the same time we shouldn't have that occupy our minds so much to where it obscures the really important thing especially for us christians 
that we need to make important for the entire world, that Jesus Christ has conquered death, that the worst thing that can come from this pandemic is death, and Christ has conquered that. See, in the gospel text, we see that Jesus hides himself from his enemies at one point, but now we can find joy in the fact that he fully shows himself so that his enemies would be his friends and also become the children of God. Jesus doesn't hide himself anymore. Because his time has fully come, he wants all people to know about the salvation that he brings to us through his blood that was shed on the cross. So in our perspective, we must see the consistent, the, the consistent reality that we, at one point in time, We were the enemies of God, but now for those who are baptized and believe in Jesus Christ as their Savior, they no longer are. Um, They no longer are. They no longer are his enemies. They are now his brothers and sisters. So we give thanks to these things because while we are sinful and while we need to be forgiven of our sins constantly. We know that the Lord is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. That's what makes his crucifixion so surprising. Though we've heard it time and time again, every time we hear it with faith and hear just how much we don't deserve him doing that great work for us, it's still surprising to hear how God would love us in such a way, and also how he would come to us today, not only in his word, but also in his sacrament, in his body and his blood, to know that as the church that is named Resurrection, we not only confess Christ's death, but we confess his Resurrection from the dead. And today, for us gathered here in this place, we receive his body and his blood. Not that's dead and buried, but but that is resurrected and alive for the strengthening of your faith. And may may this knowledge grant you peace. That peace which surpasses all understanding that will guard your hearts and minds Through Christ Jesus, our Lord. Amen.